0: Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Hello and welcome to the Hole in My Heart Podcast. This is episode 105, our first study.
1: Hello and welcome. My name is Lori Krieg and I am the executive director of Whole In My Heart Ministries and we are coming at you from Grand Rapids, Michigan and Merry Christmas, Happy New Year mm. from all of us, including Matt Krieg, who is the licensed therapist and Argyle expert, who's also my husband. Welcome, hun. <laughs> Hi. I did a little different there.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, changing in. it up on me. Nice. Yeah. Is that your word for the year?
1: Change. Change.
2: Maybe.
1: Switch out? I almost saying. All right. We also have our producer and the most professional radio voice among us, producer Steve.
0: Farewell. Farewell. 2019.
1: I know, 2020. How many yeah, jokes about 2020 vision do you think oh, there man. will be? All jokes? Can I
0: just say what? uh my wife was uh involved in maybe planning an event that's happening uh this next year. Yeah. But it's gonna be like late summer, early fall, and somebody was like all gung ho on 2020, and she's like Oh, no, no, no. By then, <laughs> by that time, people funny. will be sick of it. It won't be a thing anymore. You know? I know. So.
1: And it'll probably just be like 100% 2020 election, everything election, because yes. it already is. True, true. Okay. But guys, that study, our first study, it's not that we're just studying, although that's fun. Is it? <laughs> is it though? Studying fun. Does anyone like studying?
0: Never
2: was for me.
1: All right. I don't know. Matt, how are you doing, nerd? <laughs> uh, was that fun for I you? Sorry. <laughs> I,
2: I like studying. I like, I do. I know. When I'm interested in the material. Right.
0: It's all I, about what you're studying.
1: That is true. Studying Star Wars, <laughs> Which One is, of
2: the Rings, Argyle.
1: Our, the question of the week for the next week is about nerding out and studying, but we'll get to that later. But we are talking with you about a study that we wrote. So it's not the marriage book that's going to be coming out. Sometime. I don't know. We're working that out with our publisher. But this is a study that answers the top question that we receive, which is how do we walk well with either our version of broken sexuality as ourselves, or how do we walk alongside our friend or a kid or whomever? Uh, So this is really an insider look inside our heart and story uh, before, really, it's it's pre marriage. Um, And so we're excited to share it with you. And Matt is actually going to interview me about it. Mm. And so you get
2: ready, people. (laughs) It's
1: going to be a hot one, guys. And it is just the three of us in the studio today. Uh, And we're going to start before studying with the question of the week from last week, which is kind of the question of the year. How did you do on your word for the year for 2K19, which is not cool to say anymore. 2K, I think that was cool in like 2010. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Teens were saying that and I was saying it and (laughs) still wasn't cool. Okay. But how'd you do on your word for the year for 2019? And do you have any sense for what 2020 might be? Matt, we're going to start with you. First question. And in regards to what a listener said in their question of the year, the year, yeah, for not question word
2: for the word for the year. Word word for for the the year.
1: year. Right. There it is. I know things uh, for 2019.
2: <laughs> yeah. I really liked what Dion said on Facebook. He said, my 2019 word is begin, which scared me to death because my 2018 verse was Ecclesiastes seven, eight better is the end of a thing than it's beginning. Hmm. God for sure has a sense of humor, but it taught me to be sure about what I say yes to and to be committed. So I really liked that. Just, when you begin something, make sure you're you're gonna follow it through. Um, as far as my word goes for for 2019, it was silence um, to to really try and sit in in kind of an undistracted state of of being connected with God. And I feel like it was hit or miss. Yeah, there were there were definitely seasons where where I did better at it. Seasons where I've been more prone to silence, but then also especially in the fall when sports happen. Mm. I got a little bit more distracted with looking at sports scores and all that kind of visual noise that I can run to.
1: Do you blame anything cuz I I know like usually you like to in the morning just sit and be quiet and you'll like listen to something or I don't know, but I've watched you and I'm like, and there's the three kids crawling all over <laughs> you like I don't know. Do you how how come you're not necessarily blame shifting?
2: Well, and I think that has been one thing that has had to shift. Like, I try and actually, rather than getting home and then just immediately like a zombie going up to bed. Yeah. I've I've actually been trying to sit, you know, okay. and kind of have a little bit of that silence at nighttime, just because I don't often get it in the morning. Because the, the kids are just crawling all yep. over me, which is great, because they're supposed to, and I'm glad they yeah. love me, and I love them.
1: Well, and I'm glad that you're not saying, yeah, the kids are hard, and so I'm just not gonna actually pursue Jesus, but you would do it at night, which our schedule is usually, I work early till early afternoon and Matt works early afternoon till super late. And so I don't, I don't know. We're like in the night a lot of the times, Monday through Friday. So Sometimes, I like yeah. hearing that, that when you got home, you tried to do that. So do you have a sense for what your word or phrase or, I don't know, where God might move you in the next year?
2: I, I don't yet. So still praying about it, but maybe ask me again in a week. Got it. Hmm. All right.
1: Steve, listener, stood out to you as far as how they did on their word for the year? Yeah,
2: yeah, I liked this comment.
1: I'm Joanna from Seattle, Washington. My word is acceptance. I've never really been a word for the year person, but because it has been such a theme, it feels like the word shows me, not vice versa. And the acceptance has to do with a variety of things, health issues, interpersonal relationships, my personality and temperament and how God made me, etc. I've definitely made some progress, but still have a ways to go. Most recent example being my venting about something just within the last few hours. That's been a long term. I must accept situation. We're works in progress though, right? Mm, Yeah. Preach. Uh,
0: So yeah, I appreciated that. Anytime I hear acceptance, I think of the serenity prayer, you know, Mm -hmm. accepting the things that I cannot change, you know? So anyway, I, I appreciated her vulnerability there.
1: Yep. Yeah. Steve, what was your word?
0: Well, my word was discipline. Yeah. Um, and I, to be honest, I don't feel like I did great with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you're too close to it, you know, and a year can be a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just like when things happen, sometimes it's really gradual. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I probably imagined um, just there being more self-discipline. And when I taught the class, there was some of that, you know, um, but, but I don't know that I really, I feel like I got done with the class and I was like, so glad to be done with it that maybe I just, uh, kind of, I don't know, went off the deep end in terms of like, you know, kind of like you're saying Matt with, um, I just want to veg out, watch some TV or eat this thing that. I, you know, probably shouldn't and Mm -hmm. be sedentary, you know? So I think I was expecting there to be a little bit more of a, I don't know, self-denial and regimentation to my life than Mm. there turned out to be. So I don't know.
1: So do you wish that you had done something differently? Like, I don't want to, obviously we speak about shame on this podcast a lot, but like, do you wish like, you know what, maybe I could have done better or do you feel like? A little bit. yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't know. If I want to talk about it.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> right Let's not no, do no, that. I won't. I, I we mean, can cut, I'm, that. I'm cut saying that question. That, I'm saying
0: that jokingly. Oh, like, okay. um, I really am saying that jokingly. Okay. I just saw a thing today about the holidays Yeah. that we're kind of just at the tail end of now mm-hmm. and how people just hit pause on, you know, exercise Everything. and diet. And they're like, I'll come back to this
1: yeah. later,
0: you yep. know, and that's been me. For the holidays and maybe a little bit.
1: Since the July 4 holidays. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. Right, right.
1: That's the holidays, isn't it?
0: Yeah. This coming year, Yeah. Um, I actually have been processing this concept, this idea, since I ran into a guy that I sort of work with but don't see very often a, a few weeks ago. I'm like, how you doing? And he said, I started going to a different church and the church that we uh, had been going to, I loved. We got great friends there. Uh, but since I've been at this place now, I've realized that for all these years, this other church, I I learned a lot about God. Hmm. And now I'm getting to know God, Wow! Hmm. you know? And that just really struck me. And I thought, I want to know him better. And that's what he said. He's like, my prayer has just been simple. Lord, I want to know you. I just that's want to awesome. know you.
2: That is awesome.
0: As opposed to knowing about you, you know? And uh, so, I thought a lot and prayed a lot about intimacy and that's kind of like the word. I think it's just intimacy with God. Um, That's, that's my word for this year.
1: Oh, I love that. And I, something I love about this podcast is we keep circling back to these words for the year. Like we've done that every season. So I'm excited to see how God grows you there. Mm hmm. I really liked this answer uh, through our Facebook podcast page, which you guys are welcome to search it. Just search Hold My Heart Podcast on Facebook and you can join the conversation that's happening there. My name is Janae and my
0: word for 2019 was stewardship. I did poorly in acting it out practically, but it really helped me reflect on how I was stewarding my money, my time
1: and my gifts and how I could do it better starting a marriage in August. Stewardship. Hmm. That word has stuck out to me since I saw Tim Keller speak at Cornerstone. Calm down. Yes, I'm a super fan. But uh, it was um, Joe Stoll prayed over him before Keller got up and he said, God, thank you so much for how Tim has stewarded his gifts. And I just, it struck me because I was like, am I stewarding my gifts Um, Matt and I talk about this, like we talk about core wounds and then we, I don't know. I feel like we have a similar core lie in our lives. Um, which when I say we talk about core wounds, we haven't really on this podcast. Maybe we'll unpack that further, but we talk about that in our marriage, but core lie, like Matt and I believe, I think Steve, you too, is Mm -hmm. basically I'm worthless. And, uh, I, for me, I want to sit down too. Like, I know you guys joke, like we're we're talking about like the sedentary, like default or avoidance. I do it too in my own ways. So when I think about even this podcast or speaking or whatever, my, my default is not, yes, let's do it. And I think I'm a champion superstar. I'm like, "Uh, no, please no. And that's usually the no and the fear I've learned to like sense if I, sense like a spirit like pull nudge that that's usually exactly where God wants it so stewardship of my gifts where I, I want to sit down I don't want to do things but am I willing to say God I'm yours this isn't about building me and my platform this your kingdom I'm your kid where do you want me like it's like chess game which I know it's not really chess but so I, I don't know. I just, I resonated with that. I know we try and avoid that word. It's like a game that we play on here, but I resonated with that because I've been asking the Lord the same thing. Um, although it is not my word for 2019, my word for the, for 2019 was a phrase, which was growth into freedom. And um, I guess I kind of see that in that same question. God, am I stewarding my gifts? Well, I, I, I think the freedom, the growth that I've seen, I joked last year in January that it was growth around my girth with having a baby. <laughs> but I sense it in my spirit in that I've gotten bolder. Um, and maybe I some of me just feels like I'm just getting older and crotchety and I just <laughs> take no crap, but I think honestly some of it's the spirit is really just like this is what I believe. And this is the way I see it and I, I try and say things really graciously, but I, I don't know. I've, it's not a lot of growth there, to be honest, but it's a bit. And I've seen fruit uh, actually produced from it. And someone actually spoken to me today. She said, Lori, with you not people pleasing as much, like that's another default to mine. Mm-hmm. She said, you're actually reaching more people. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So with mm-hmm. me not being like, oh, sorry, 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 exist again, not stewarding my gifts, again believing the I am worthless. But instead of being like, this is what I believe is true, so I believe is God's truth. Um, I'm actually reaching more, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that was fun. Oh, you for 2020 for me. I am still praying about that as well, but I, <laughs> the word that came as I was praying was the word storm so for those of you who watch x-men i'm just gonna dye my hair and do some weird context. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> become storm
2: i like that much more than the thought that we might be in a stormy season right.
1: <laughs> yeah now i just think that there may be storm coming but it's i just see um matt you've prayed over me and i've prayed over you when we've been in hard times about what we look like in the spirit like just like who what might we look like in eternity who's like our spouse's eternal perfect self and I don't know if what we see is exactly right but like I know I've seen some pictures for you and this is very very personal I'm sharing but here we go but I know you've prayed over me and you've seen someone who has like focused peace that's what you've said and so just as I pray over this next year I see perhaps storm but just it's more like a look that I see as a theme for the year it's just focused peace can we stay in the midst of a storm can we stay focused and peaceful (laughs) okay Matt you're interviewing me now yeah. You ready?
2: I have no idea. The last time I did this, it didn't turn out too well.
1: My mom said you did great.
2: Yeah, I think you did great. Okay. Yeah.
1: And a few other listeners, which...
2: All right. Well, okay.
1: Let's, let's get to it. Okay. Saddle up, cowboy. Saddle
2: up. <laughs> all right Lori. yes we ask these two questions to every guest (laughs) of the podcast if the gospel is you are more beloved than you can possibly imagine and more sinful than you believe how is the gospel and we can skip over the beginning because we've already done that whole episode but how has the gospel been good news for you lately
1: Hmm, that's a really good question. I'm so glad you asked that. Sorry, that's what every guest says, <laughs> but it's true. And it is a good question, but I still like it. Um, I kind of just continuing the conversation about word for the year and trajectory, same sort of like default thing. My thought life, I was actually asking the Lord this, this week, my thought life can be so dark and self-hateful and condemning. And I was actually asking mm-hmm. God yesterday, I was like, am I ever gonna get through this? Is I, am I ever just gonna have default thoughts of God, I want you and I wanna like, I, I'm okay because I'm with you. So I see the gospel as good news for me right now in that like dark place is I need him. As mm-hmm. um, one of our old pastors says, all you need is need. And so I feel needy right now in that place of my mind and heart. And so I'm really reaching out to him. And as I, you know, showed you guys before we got started, this app that I started of John Eldridge of the um, the one minute pause. And so honestly, that's helped me even on the way here to the podcast. I, I did it just praying and being peaceful. So it really just helps you to focus your thoughts on God. And it's not mm-hmm. even really praying. It's kind of just being with God.
2: Resting. A yeah, bit.
1: resting with mm-hmm. him. And so I don't know, I... I feel like in all I need is need in that space right now, the gospel is good news for me. Just asking him, will you help to transform my default dark thoughts? So Mm. yeah. How about you, Matt flipping the tables? Yeah. I can't not interview. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I
2: think I am definitely seeing the fact that I can't earn it. I can't, I can't earn my standing in, in, God's kingdom and in his family. And I mean, I, I keep thinking of, you know, Kenneth Boa's statement of, you know, it's intimacy that's supposed to energize our activity as opposed to the other way around. And um, I'm looking at, at like the week, two weeks that, that have kind of immediately preceded the recording of this. And it's like, we, I, I don't feel like I've done anything differently yet. God is providing just in, in very tangible
1: with your practice ways
2: with the practice yeah. and, and with just being able to I, I guess take my anxious hands off of like control over my own life and my own like ability to provide the fa- for the family yeah and and god has has just been he's been blessing us that way um
1: which is crazy. And
2: it has been crazy. And so the, I I would just say that the gospel, yeah, that, that I am, I actually have nothing to do yeah. with the gospel other than I just need to receive it <laughs> and and live as beloved. And and yeah, that's been pretty kind of apparent in just in how God has taken care of us.
1: Yeah. You've just been praying, doing the work, but then, yeah, you haven't done anything different. And God's yeah. just brought you clients and people and yeah thank you jesus
2: yeah. so speaking speaking of things that that god has brought though i mean he he's brought a lot of people into kind of communication with with ministry with Hole in my heart and and a lot of them do ask how how do i walk alongside someone that that i i don't have experience i'm not a licensed therapist how do i walk alongside with someone and um you know, we have this, the Journey Well curriculum that, that you wrote. And and I guess, when did you realize like that was, was going to be a consistent question that needed to be answered? When did you start writing this book?
1: Yeah, I started writing this study in 2008. And Matt, you and I were broken up. And I was a full-time newspaper reporter. And talk about dark thoughts, like every minute of my thought was, I just want to die. And, um, I had broken up with my girlfriend Then you and I dated Matt. And then when we broke up, I was like, we had never dated. I was just like, God honestly paused our relationship. And he was like, let's deal with your heart, Lori. You got some junk going on in here. Probably didn't use the word junk, but just tender. Um, and I started seeing Carolyn, uh, who we've had on this podcast season one. And, um, I was either going to come out as an atheist lesbian because I was like, this is who I am. I Every minute of every day, I was like, well, this is what I need. This is who I am, of course. Or I was going to kill myself. And yet I was talking with Carolyn, who wasn't like trying to convince me of the theology. She was just helping me see that my picture of God was pretty distorted. And, that, and simultaneously gently prodding that, will a woman actually meet this craving in your heart, this hole in your heart? And it was obnoxious because I knew the answer was no. <laughs> but as I told her and as I screamed at God, is, I was like, he's not any better. Like, he's not tangible as you're talking about, Steve, like this experience of God. I was like, I'd look at, I'd be like, I can tell myself every right answer. I know 1 Corinthians 6. I know Romans 1, blah, 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 blah. I just don't know if I can live that out without wanting to die. And in that moment, I looked up and I said, God, if you are who you say you are, if you are the need meter of my soul, then you'd better show up. And um, I thought my only two choices were kill myself or come out as an atheist lesbian. And I, in that moment, saw that third path, which really was a path of ongoing daily surrender which is the path you, Matt, and you, Steve, live. Not running toward what you want, mm-hmm. even if it's natural to you because of the fall, but surrendering that and running, live, learning to live with the ache. And not only though, it was like, it, it's not an impossible ache. See, this is why Carolyn came at such the right time. is it? She taught me that it wasn't just an impossible ache, that God could actually be experienced so, he wasn't just this distant sky judger that in the ache, he could meet me there and maybe one out of 20 times could really like, experience his love, which was enough because that one out of 20 times was a foreshadow of eternity. And in that time, I uh, said to the Lord, God, if I make it through this hell season, even though I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm choosing this third path of, I am i can't stop feeling these attractions, but I'm gonna start moving toward this aching void. <laughs> Lean into the pain while meeting having you meet me in it. If I make it through this, i love an opportunity to even talk to one other person who's half a step behind me. And I started writing. So it's 2008. <laughs> Here we are, staring down the barrel of 2020. So a lot of the first drafts of that book were narrative therapy. So it was a lot of getting the pain out. You know, Matt, that's good for you, isn't it? It's basically like telling your story. And it um, was good. We're good rounds of it. But this one I feel like is, is not only just my story because I just needed to get it on paper. I, I hope it, it really comes alongside you, the reader. Takes your hand. is like, yeah, here is my journey. Here's what Carolyn and I talked through. Here's some reflective questions you can do. Here's actually some exercises that you can do here. Let's think about your mom and your dad as far as um, how do they show you God? <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't totally, I didn't realize that I totally saw my dad was God. <laughs> and so just to like reflect in, in there's zero, there's no, this is not gate a straight sort of reparative therapy junk. This is just, can you walk into that third middle suffering well path with whatever version of broken sexuality you have. And can you encounter God there? That's the other piece of this is we, we teach you how to encounter God, this lament stuff that we've talked about over and over and over. I walk you through. Here's what Carolyn asked me. Here's this piece. Um, and so I, I teach you how to do this. And so if you're a mentor and you're like, uh, this person wants me to walk with them, but I've got no clue. I've gotten no discipleship tool. Here's one. You guys can actually do this. You, the mentor, can do it. Even if you're not LGBT, you got broken sexuality. And you, the mentee, can do it uh, together. And so I try to make it as easy as possible. Also, there's videos that accompany each chapter. Matt, you got to be a part of those.
2: I I did. I remember that. And so, okay, so you're describing this, and it's, it's not just a, like... It's not a memoir Ode de Lori.
1: No. It's Ode oh, de Lori.
2: I don't know. Whatever. Don't talk weird. Eau
1: de Lori like <laughs> perfume? <laughs>
2: perfume. <laughs> perfume de memoir. Yeah. Anyway, Ode de, Oh, knew, ode. there you go. Ode de Lori. Yeah, anyway. Fine, you're good. Whatevs. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So it's not just a memoir. It's mm-hmm. not just your story. There is a lot of story in it, but there are as you said, these exercises. There's these Um, you know, reflective questions that you can do. And and as you say, it's not just for someone who themselves are wrestling with sexuality, but it's for anyone who would like to mentor that person or walk closely alongside that person. And so is it a book? Is it a resource? What do you, what do you call it?
1: We we do call it a study. And um, it also, I, I mentor mentee and I also, say that you can do this on your own, which that would have been me. Early on in my journey, you couldn't have caught me dead talking to anyone. Uh, but this is actually a really great resource for groups. Uh, we actually ran two groups uh, who walked through this together. So that it was gay, straight, transgender, people who wrestle with gender. Um, and they all did it together. And it was such a beautiful experience. I did two pilot groups and they just walked away I feel like honestly, my, my goals, which we say this in the videos, is they walked away feeling um, like they're not alone, like there are actually some people in the world who can be trusted, <laughs> and that uh, a deeper experience of God. And we also unpack, I should say this, like the whole core needs thing that we talk about here. We really dive into that and the whole model. So, I don't. So that helped them look heart to heart. So it wasn't just like, oh, you are transgender and I'm gay. So. I don't know, walk away, I don't get you, but to be able to talk at a heart-to-heart level.
2: Okay, so it's it's building connection yep. with people who aren't necessarily sharing the same story, the, sh- the same experience that, that you yourself might. yeah um, but, but what makes this study different than other studies that might be out there?
1: It's different in that I don't know of anyone like this. Like, mm-hmm. I literally, I don't know of a discipleship training book like there's memoir there's really great stories of people which is also known as memoir there's I don't theological arguments about this but I don't really know of any discipleship book so um I'm hopeful that there's going to be more and more like this um Rachel Gilson, who we're going to have on the podcast in a couple months, she, her book does dive a bit into discipleship, but this is really like a study. I just want to make it easy, guys, so that we're not like, ah, I don't want to do, <clears throat> run away. Um, so yeah, I think uh, there's just not anything like it.
2: Okay. And so when and how would people get a hold of these?
1: Well, so uh, if you listen to the episode around Thanksgiving time, we talked about how the nonprofit ministry is switching to for profit. And so Hole in My Heart is ceasing to exist, which is so sad, except not the Hole in My Heart podcast. We're still going to be hanging with y'all. But uh, the website's going to get a big old revamp on midnight when the, when the bell strikes midnight, the ball will drop and the mid, the, the website will switch. From, turn back
2: into a pumpkin.
1: It will turn <laughs> into a giant pumpkin. Find the Easter egg pumpkin. Um, no, but it will go from himhministries.com. You can still click that, but it will be primarily lauriekrieg.com. And so if you go to com slash journey well, you're going to find the book as well as the videos there, which retails something at like 28 bucks for both or close to 30. But for you podcast listeners, if you guys in the month of January, so from when this airs until January, if you guys go to the um, site and you order it. So if you either if it's before January one, you can still go there and order it. So between now when this podcast airs and the whole month of January. You can order it for $19.99 and that's all the videos that go with each um, of the chapters and it includes the 202 page workbook or study and it also has like a really great there's a 15 reasons for the affirming view and 15 responses that Preston wrote so you can find that online for free but he just let me put that in the book as well. Um, as well as like all these appendices and I don't know. I just think it's great, but you guys can get it for 20 bucks. So it's like 40 ish percent off if you enter the code podcast. So it's just for y'all podcast listeners. Um, and if I would just say, uh, if you guys go there, com slash journeywell and you order them, I know there's a couple thousand of y'all listening to this. So if you get that, um, honestly, it would just mean a lot to me just to know that people are reading this like work of our, my heart and your heart too, Matt, your name is on there because you helped me. I just like sit down and like, Matt, help me think through this. And I harvest your brains like a zombie and write it down. (laughs) Um, but it would just mean a lot. It would also be like a big shot in the arm for this really huge leap of faith that we're doing from the nonprofit to for-profit. Uh, if you would just go there and order it and, and I'd love for you guys to start a group. I know that there's at least one group uh, going on right now at a university who's using this curriculum. And like I said, I did a couple. So just let me know, read through it. Let me know what you think. Do it with a friend. Um, but again, lauricrieg.com slash journeywell. Enter the code podcast for 1999 for the month of January.
2: All right, so this is this is going to be available in the month of January, and January is a huge transition month for us, going mm-hmm. from the 501c3 into this private enterprise. I don't yeah, even know what you for call profit it. A for-profit ministry. For ministry. Is what we're calling it. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. but but here's something like where you're you're not going to be basically subsisting off of donations from yeah. people, and it's a it's a huge risk. It feels mm-hmm. hugely risky. But is there something? in this transition, in this change where, okay, you, you said your word for the year was was growth into freedom. Yeah. And, and do you feel like this transition, is there any sort of like freedom that, that comes
1: Ooh, from, one. from
2: this transition into maybe a, an entity that's not quite as involved in the the back stuff?
1: I think so. That's such a good question, Matt, because, I as we were growing, like we're doing great. It just was the Lord prompting us and leading. And you can listen to that episode. Uh, I will link it on the podcast episode page if you guys missed it about why we're transitioning to this for-profit ministry. Um, but as it was growing, I was like, I'm gonna have to. I have to do so much more to like keep the enterprise going that I'm actually not able to get out in front of the people as much and like do the writing and speaking that I want to do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the growth into freedom. So we were growing. But as one of my board members said, he's like, it feels like HIMH was just giving birth to this new thing, Lori. Like, it's really like freeing you to be able to do more of the work of the ministry. And so I see that. Do you see that happening, Matt? Like, you're the closest person to me. Yeah, I
2: sure hope it happens. Like, I have, I have hope. Yeah. that that's that's exactly what's going to happen is that you won't be bogged down with quite as much administrative stuff mm-hmm. and, and dealing with just the all the hoops that you have to jump through in order to have the 501c3. And you can mm-hmm. truly just just live the call that God has so obviously placed on your life.
1: It has been interesting, even since I s- announced it, I've noticed in myself a freedom. Like, I'm just like, I'm going to say this because I, I don't feel like our dollars are so tied to just making sure I'm appeasing the government which may or may not be true I don't know but it does seem like it's getting hot and hotter in this conversation but I've just been like this is what I'm going to say because I believe it's true and I know it's true and I care about people so much. It's not even about like, oh, you said a true thing. Like 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 it's like I love y'all, you know. And so honestly, since we've started making this announcement, I have felt shackles come off of me of like mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it and um and hopefully say things with tenderness.
2: Yeah. Well, and and Steve, you can jump in here too because we all know in this, in this room that we have the best listeners on the planet. Duh. We have the best supporters oh, yeah. on the planet. The yeah, whole my heart podcast people are great people. Yeah. And Lori specifically, how can our great podcast listener people, how can they be praying for you and praying for the ministry going forward?
1: So good. Um, so without scaring you guys, since we even, before we started this ministry, the, Spiritual attack on us has been pretty intense. Like, I, I'm, it's so fascinating to me that right before we pushed start on the 501c3 around California, I was in a small group that was teaching me um, spiritual warfare. And like, I grew up kind of like hearing some things, but it just was really like, they really believed it. Like, we have a real enemy, but we also have a real and powerful God. And you can pray things that are, it wasn't scary. It just was take your authority as a, a warrior of Jesus. And so, right as we were starting this, like, God let me see some things that I was in, in experience, some things mm-hmm. that were just like, oh man, the enemy wants us silent. Because mm-hmm. I remember, Matt, you had just right when we started, Matt mm-hmm. came forward with his secret pornography addiction. And we were praying about whether or not we should move forward and it was we had some experiences that were so clear that the lord was like if you don't move forward even though yeah matt's a mess sexually you know like he had been hiding now he's actually was coming forward so he was starting to get cleaned up that doesn't negate you it doesn't disqualify you from ministry it's actually finally matt's qualified mm. <laughs> and you too laura you can lean in and come alongside him But the Lord just made it really clear, like the enemy wants to silence this. So even since we've been talking about like marriage um, and in different things, I've just noticed just an increase in in dark, those dark thoughts. But then also just very tangible things, which I don't have a a green light in my spirit right now to share those specifics, but maybe we will someday. So I think just praying for protection and just praying uh, for boldness, guys, like people have said to me, you know, Lori, God has raised you up for such a time as this. And I receive it and I believe it, but I need help. So a piece of that is prayer. But I'll also say this too, guys, a piece of this help is you guys working on your game. When I look up and down the front lines, it's not just Lori and Mad on their war horses and Steve just going for it. Like, we cannot do this without you. So ruthlessly eliminate sin in your life. Ruthlessly eliminate shame. Just, Just shred that and start a group with your friends and start, whether it's a journey well group, whether it's whatever, just start boldly praying and stepping in because honestly, guys it's not that I want you to do this cause I hate sin. It's I want you to lean in cause we need you. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I think really pray for yourselves and, um, and get in, get in and, and come shoulder to shoulder with us. Cause we, we really need you.
2: Amen. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, I think this is a good, good marching orders for 2020. Huh? <laughs> I think we're ready to to jump on our horses and and dig in. And um, guys, we're, as long as the Lord lets us have this, this area, this microphone, we're going to keep doing this. And so thank you for listening. Thanks for sharing this podcast. Thanks for whatever, reviewing it so more people can find it. Cause like we've said many times, this feels like a a tool in the hand of God, um, which he has many people he's using, but we feel this is one piece, one weapon so thanks, guys. Just thanks for reaching out and for your encouragement. And even your emails of, of asking us to pray for you, we really do. Okay, so we do have a question of the week for next year. <laughs> 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 and that question is, I alluded to at the beginning, what are you nerdy about? So, Steve, you got your movies and such. Yeah. Matt, you guys are throwing his thunder. Oh, sorry. I mean, who knows? Maybe right. Steve will say Pogs.
2: Um, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Matt, I don't know. Oh.
2: We'll see. Wow, <laughs> early two thousands boy yeah. bands.
1: Oh yeah, maybe it's boy bands for Matt. Who knows? Mm. Whatever. It's we're freedom growth into freedom, Matt. Um, but we'd love to hear that for you guys. Everybody's got something that they are nerdy about, and we want to hear yours. Okay, guys. Matt wasn't kidding when he said we've got the best listeners because we totally do. Um, So join that Facebook page, the Whole in My Heart podcast page, and just get get in the game. We want to be shoulder to shoulder with you uh, because we we need you. Because if God made you, we need you. Okay, for all of us here at the Whole in My Heart podcast, we'll see you next year.
2: What constitutes a boy band? <laughs> what? Well, I mean, is it just a group of boys who only sing and don't play instruments? I think so, and oh.
1: choreography. And gra- So I so mean, Jonas Brothers.
2: Well, I was—they play instruments, so don't they? They do.
1: So then they're not but, a boy band. I don't
2: know, but I was just thinking, would Outcast be a boy band, or like Run DMC?
1: <laughs> Wasn't? What's their face in Outcast? What? No.
2: No, Outcast was Andre 3000 yeah. and Big Mom, Boy. baby,
1: you don't. Big boy. That
2: one, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh,
1: so they need a... to not play instruments and dance. I don't dance. know.
2: I just, I just, yeah. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the thing. I don't know. You're just thinking about
1: starting one, or?
2: No, you just. Said that was my. <laughs> that was my <laughs> nerdy <laughs> thing. I'm actually thinking about it now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh boy. All right. Uh, and band. the blooper. Blooper. Yep.